Welcome to Lay of the Brand, a podcast where we sit down with the experts on the latest innovations in marketing, creative, and PR, and the way these disciplines are revolutionizing how the tech industry communicates and sells to the world. I'm Richard Sheehy, this time on Lay of the Brand. The latest in digital marketing. What are some of the best practices? What can tech companies and other industries do to drive sales and put their best foot forward in the market? On this episode, we're going to get that lay of the brand from Merit Group's very own digital marketing director, Pasha Irshad. And Pasha, it's great to have you here. Good hey, to see you take the time. Great to be on. You know, as you know, this podcast, we have a, b- a bunch of different episodes. And uh, there was a companion piece we did with one of our colleagues here at the Merit Group um, not too long ago on... Uh, what we call performance marketing. And so I thought maybe we could sort of talk today about digital marketing and sort of how those two are related. Uh, and I, I do understand, like, just as you and I were talking before we, we started recording, um, that, uh, you know, in today's digital world, there's all sorts of options, but that means you need sort of the technology and the strategies and the actual tools to navigate those options. And so just to sort of set the scene, that other podcast we had on um performance marketing, we talked about the value of it and what's possible. And so I was, I was hoping today, Pasha, you and I could sort of talk through maybe in more detail, like when a client comes to you with a particular mission or a particular need, and they say, you know, we want the power of digital marketing, what are some of the questions you ask? What are some of the things that you consider in sort of crafting the right strategy, the right approach, depending on the client? Yeah, I think that's a, a good place to start. Um, I would like to, before we kind of get into that, just talk about the performance marketing as it relates to digital marketing and integrated marketing. Um, I think performance marketing really speaks to velocity and scale um, that a lot of companies and organizations are looking for in terms of the way that they're bringing their message to prospects, um, leads, and to get them down the funnel. At Merit Group, we've started using the term internally uh, performance marketing because a lot more of our clients are coming to us and asking us to look at the full funnel as opposed to one piece of it. And I think as we get into my process for engaging with a client, you'll start to see that some of the, um, you know, there's a lot of different technologies that can be brought to bear through digital marketing, which span um, data, personalization, optimization, analytics, but the core competencies and fundamentals of marketing aren't ever going to change. And I really think that's where I start with, you know, any client that comes to me. Um, we're always going to want to figure out what the goal is first, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people get so lost in the tactics and, you know, thinking ahead that they don't really sit down to ask themselves, what's our goal for this engagement? Um, you've often heard the term smart goal, which um, relates to something that's um, achievable and measurable. What I really want to find out from a client is what what does success look like for them in the engagement. Once we've got a clear definition of that, um, I'm always going to start by you know crafting the strategy, and that strategy is going to supersede any tactics that are put underneath it. Obviously, to me that's interesting because I've heard you know versions of this across innovation is that clients. They, they hear about a new technology or they hear about a new platform or some new something and they come asking for the technology and a lot of times you have to back them up and say, well, what are your business needs? Um, it, it sounds like that's sort of a, a very similar thing that's happening here. Yeah, and I think, you know, after you figure out what those goals are, it's it's understanding the audience is the most important part. Um, 
And I think that really sits across obviously marketing and sales. I think that's where I'm seeing a lot more engagement between the sales and marketing team. Um, I'm actually meeting with sales leaders very often and marketing leaders at the start of an engagement to really define that audience and what that ideal customer profile looks for. Um, Because I think once we have an idea of that, we're then able to shape a strategy that's going to meet them across the customer continuum, as I like to call it, Mm -hmm. which is the different touch points, um, you know, across a buying journey, Google might call them micro moments. Um, There's a lot of different vernacular around it, but it's really just how do we get our message in front of our audience using all the relevant technology available to us? So we're hitting them at each touch point in their customer journey on their way to a purchase. So I like to, I think you use a term and you mentioned that, you know, a lot of these concepts in marketing are, you know, age old concepts like the sales funnel. Um, but they look very, very different now with, with, with digital. So, you know, getting back to sort of helping people navigate through all that complexity, can you think of an example or maybe even a couple different examples to sort of juxtapose like one client might have like a certain demographic and for that demographic, you recommend a certain strategy and maybe for different kinds of goals or a different product, there might be a different strategy. I mean, I know there's no one yeah, unified I'm, formula, but just if there's a I sense. mean, that's, you know, Merrick Group works across um, a few sectors that we have 20 years of expertise in, and that is, you know, the federal government, which is an audience that's very different um, from technology, which is another one of kind of our, our um, verticals that we have a very deep, um, you know, heritage in that this company was really founded on. Um, when we approach both of these clients, obviously you, you're going to understand that delivery methods of getting to these folks is very different. If we're targeting, um, you know, government contractors that are working on site, like we have in the past, they're not always going to be able to get the same types of communications that somebody is perhaps at a startup in in Silicon Valley. So messaging to those folks is always going to be different. And I think we do rely. And by that, do you mean like literally just firewalls won't let them go on Facebook or something? Yeah. I mean, it it could be that. It could be email. Um, There's just different ways of communicating to them. So we talk about, you know, some of these concepts are, you know, like sales funnel and leads. Uh, Those are things that people of any generation would understand but obviously the digital realm is changing regardless of the context that you work in but certainly with marketing digital marketing is changing with lots of different trends what trends are you seeing and 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 what does that say for where the industry and the discipline are going yeah i think that's a good question um as it relates to that one of the fundamentals of any campaign be it digital marketing or integrated marketing is always going to be content and so I think the tools at our disposal nowadays in order to research content, to figure out what's resonating against your target market, um, those tools we can really bring to bear for our clients to hone in on exactly what our client wants to hear and where they want to hear it. Um, I think conversational marketing is a trend that I'm seeing, and we're really introducing the different companies. And that Conversational marketing. Conversational marketing. And really, that's the rise of chatbots and tools like Drift and Intercom. Um, conversational marketing is real is really just having a conversation with a visitor when they get to your web property. Um, instead of a landing page in a forum, is there a way to elicit the information that you need from them um, through a, uh, a couple keystrokes? Mm-hmm. Um, not only does that help um, qualify leads at you know right off the bat, um, it also shortens time to sale and that you're able to um, route somebody 
directly to a salesperson in the moment of that need. Mm-hmm. There was research a few years ago from Harvard that um, stated that the quicker you're able to interact with a person that has a need for your product or service, um, shortens time to sale by over 15 to 20%. And I think what we're doing with clients nowadays is we're talking to marketing, we're talking to sales, and we're figuring how do we shorten that time to sale. So obviously any digital campaign or integrated marketing campaign that you enact for a B2B client is it has three purposes. It can be to raise brand awareness. It can be to you know drive leads, drive those leads further down the funnel. But ultimately, you're trying to shorten that time to sale, and you're doing that by meeting the prospect, um, you know where they're at in that, like I said, that customer continuum, and getting the information that you need out in front of them. So the conversational marketing piece, um, we recently just rolled that. You know, we rolled drift out um, onto a client account. And we've got that set up to talk to Salesforce, to talk to Outreach IO, which are the tools that they use. And then what we're also doing is starting to create some conversational landing pages. So we're doing away with the form. Um, and we're basically setting up scripts within the chatbot that are automated to try to actually um, you know, get that lead information. And we're going to do a test to see which one works better. And there's a lot of um, scuttlebutt out in the market about you know, different, different opinions, but you know, that leads to my second, um, trend, which isn't really as much of a trend as it, it's becoming a discipline in itself. It's just testing and optimization. So I was reading an article last night by, um, you know, a well-known scrum leader, and he was talking about applying the scrum methodology to marketing, which is interesting because if you look at scrum and development, it's, it's really meant to, um, get prototypes out quicker figure out successes and failures quicker. Fail fast, DevOps. Exactly. And really what I'm trying to do is bring that approach to marketing. So oftentimes clients will pose a question. There'll be a lot of internal um, battle between your your internal marketing team, their marketing team, the sales team. Well, we think this message resonates better than the other one. Well, none of us in the room know until we're able to test it. So, you know, what we're doing in our engagements is setting up a testing strategy, um, early on to figure out really what works and what doesn't and move the money around appropriately. It's, it's interesting. It sounds like there's a couple things, a confluence of factors that creates a lot of pressure for someone like you in, in the job. And, and one of them is, you know, there's this pressure on, you know, reducing time to sale that you mentioned, but from, from some of our other discussions, we've talked about content marketing and how marketing is, is, is a lot more complicated now um, because there's all this information out there, you can't just put another ad up. You need to demonstrate thought leadership. You need, you know, at the beginning of that sales funnel, there might be a blog that doesn't even mention your company, you know, and there's all this nuance that you need. But at the same time, you've got, it sounds like you've got this pressure to just really convert very quickly. How do you sort of balance that need for that nuance, which might take a little more time, take a little more content, take a little more strategy, but at the same time, not be so top heavy with strategy and steps that you're not you know, reacting at the speed of business and the way you need to. Yeah. I mean, I think realistically it just boils down to project management principles and clearly outlining um, upfront, you know, what you're going to do, what the risk is. But um, you know, a, a true client relationship is, is like any human relationship. And I think there needs to be trust involved there. Mm. Um, I think the, the engagements that succeed are the ones where there's uh trust and a shared, you know, sense of responsibility and success. Um, you know, I just try to be as upfront as I can going into these, into these engagements with different clients, um, and establishing, and that's why I, I made a point about, you know, the goals really just, you know, establishing those goals up front 
And then everything that comes after that should roll up into how we will achieve those goals. So testing and, you know, testing optimization is a big piece of that, then it shouldn't be any surprise. Um, I do think organizationally, a lot of companies see um, testing and so let's say you test the message and it doesn't work. Whoever's responsible for that air quotes failed message is going to see it as, as a, as a setback when in reality, nothing should be on one person. It should be part of the organization. And you know what? It's, it's interesting what you bring up here, Pasha is it sounds like success is as much a organizational culture issue as it is the technology and tactics. And in particular, I'm thinking of, there's probably listeners out here um, who may, among the listeners, there may be chief marketing officers, and maybe they get it already. Um, but you know, from what you're saying, a lot of times there's a certain amount of uh, advocacy that needs to happen within an organization. Let's say the marketing folks need to make the case for financial backing, or you know, just to, to get the right tactic. Well, how do you? I, here's my question: How do you help? You know, a client who knows about marketing, who works with you, understands that language. How do you help them orient the rest of their organization to see the value of these steps and yeah. give them the resources to do it? I mean, I think a big piece of it is visibility. Um, so, you know, you hear me talking about sales a lot in this conversation. And I think another trend that you're seeing is marketing's no longer can be solely responsible for the top of the funnel and just generating leads. We need to work together with sales to figure out what does that optimal process look like between sales and marketing to deliver an increase in velocity in, in sales and revenue? Um, I, I think, you know, in most organizations, the more visibility that I can get into what's working and what's not working, um, you know, presenting to the different stakeholders early and often is going to give us the best chance for success. So mm -hmm. I think like any relationship, communication is key, right? Um, and that lends itself to the different tools of the trade that we have nowadays. Project management software that we use, Basecamp, uh, you know, I've used Asana, things like that. Slack, you know, for a lot of different projects I have, I have different Slack channels for different members of my team, the SEO team and the client's web developer. I have a client-specific channel just for myself and my account contact. Um, I have a content channel that basically raises content alerts around key content topics that we we know we need to be in the um, in the press for. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, collaboration is is part art and science. It's having obviously open communication and communication skills, but using some of that technology that we all know um, and bringing that um, so we can work better and more efficiently together. So just by way of wrapping up, you know, we talked about trends and sort of some things that are happening now. I think you mentioned conversation marketing and um, so just looking ahead the next five or 10 years, um, just by way of wrapping up, what do you think might be possible in this, in the realm of digital marketing that's not possible today in the next five or 10 years? What do you think we'll, we'll see? Yeah, I would say in terms of trends over the next five to 10 years, I think you'll see the increased rise of, uh, artificial intelligence, um, as that relates to things like conversational marketing, chatbots, the whole nine, um, artificial intelligence and in, in making us smarter in the way that we, you know, do our ad buys and transactional things of that nature. Um, you know, personalization, I think we've just scratched the surface, serving different experiences to different personas um, will, will, will all be a piece of that. I mean, I think from a data perspective, we've already seen the effects of GDPR. And um, if anybody does Facebook ads, you know that you don't have the same robust targeting criteria that you used to. I think we're going to see a lot more of a 
um, a, a pushback from the populace on their data and owning that data. So I think that, you know, we might actually see a, a reduction in, in the targeting options that we have and we'll, marketers will have to respond to that. Um, That's and, really interesting. It's like, it's not just technology, it's, it's policy. Yeah, yeah. I think policy will play a part in it, but I do think at, at the end of the day, the core tenets of good marketing will always, um, remain the same, which is understanding your goals, understanding your customer, and then, you know, creating content that they care about. Because really without those three things, you're, um, you're, you're not going to succeed. Okay. Well, Pasha Rashad, thanks for taking the time. It's been great talking to you. Great. Thanks. Pasha Rashad is a director of digital marketing right here at the Merit Group. Lay of the Brand is brought to you by the Merit Group, a strategic communications firm that blends the best of PR, digital marketing, and creative to help our clients tell their stories. Lay of the Brand's executive producer is Melissa Chadwick. Francesca Elatrash is our producer and showrunner. Our assistant producers are Jonathan Schubert and Jessica Chapeau. Graphic design by Haley Baumgartner with technical support from Kiska Media. You got a topic suggestion or want to share feedback with Lay of the Brand? We'd love to hear from you. Just subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred listening format is. And leave us a review. Also, spread the word. Tell your friends you like us as well. And learn more about the Merit Group on an ongoing basis right here at our website, www.merittgrp.com. See you next time.